Wayfair's biggest sale of the year is here. It's Wayday. Right now, you can score up to 80% off at Wayfair. Save on sofas and cookware, dining sets and rugs and beds, wall art, bar cards, floor lamps, sailing fans, home decor, all things outdoor, and way more. All up to 80% off right now. Plus, everything ships free. And flash deals are launching all Wayday long. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year. Shop Wayday right now for May 6th at Wayfair.com. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so excited that you're here. Every week on my show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Guys, I want to thank today's sponsor for the show, and that is Seiko Designs. Seiko is an ethical fashion brand that makes beautiful, versatile sandals, bags, and accessories. And on top of that, every single product that Seiko makes is helping to send a bright and brave woman in Uganda to college through their super cool work-study program that matches the women's wages with a scholarship towards college. Literally, I have a pair of Seiko sandals. Well, I have a couple pair, but my favorite are the crossover slides. And when I got the box in the mail, it like tells a story about the woman that sends to college. It's amazing. You can buy Seiko online at SeikoDesigns.com. And let me just tell you, Seiko is spelled like this. S-S-E-K-O, but you say it, Seiko. Liz, who's the owner and she started all this, she was on episode number 75 with me. Go listen to that one and you can hear the story of how the whole thing started. But if you forget the website, just Google Uganda Sandals and you'll come up. Um, If you're interested in joining the Seiko team and helping to further their mission to educate and empower women in Africa while earning an income plus free product, you can learn all about the Seiko Fellows Program on their website. Guys, they're super sweet over at Seiko, and they're going to give you guys a discount. So use the code HAPPYHOUR, and you're going to get 15% off your purchase. So Happy Hour, get 15% off, SeikoDesigns.com, and my favorite is the crossover slide if you're looking for something awesome to wear this summer. Today, you're listening to episode number 93, and my guest is Jessica Robertson, who's married to the youngest Robertson brother, Jep, and they are on the TV show Duck Dynasty, which you might have heard of. Today, Jessica shares about the adoption of their fifth child, plus the reasons that they wrote their book, The Good, The Bad, and The Grace of God, and all of her gardening, plus beehiving, plus homeschooling adventures. I was just super impressed with all the things she does at her house. I loved our conversation, and I know that you're going to enjoy it as well. Before we go, I'd love it if you join me over my favorite social media platform, which is Instagram. I'm at Jamie Ivy, which is J-A-M-I-E-I-V-E-Y. While you're there, feel free to follow my guest, Jessica, today. She's at Jessica Duckwife. I love Instagram. It's super fun to share our lives through photos, so I'd love it if you joined me over there. All right, guys, here is my conversation with Jessica. Hey, Jessica, welcome to the happy hour. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you. Um, Your sister-in-law, Corey, was on in January, and I started with her the same way that I'm going to start with you, and I'm just going to break the ice and let you know that um, I haven't watched very many Duck Dynasty shows. That's okay. That's what no she problem. said too. She was like, it's actually fine. Yeah. I always felt like I just need to like break the ice. But I will tell you this. I watched an episode of your new show and yes. I was crying. Oh, well, I, you know, what's funny is like when we, after we filmed it and it, when it came out and we were watching that episode when we first got in, like I cried too. Just oh, like, I, I was like, did. I remember those feelings. I remember I can just, it was so, you know, it wasn't too far ago, long ago that we, um, 
brought that him we home. got him and I just could remember every every detail of that <laughs> emotional <sighs> state. Okay, so just so everyone knows, um you are married to the youngest Robertson brother, am I correct? That is correct. Jules and... Jephtha Robertson, aka Jep. I love that. What's his, <laughs> what's his full name, Jep? What is that? It's Jules Jephtha Robertson. I have never he- heard Jephtha. Yes, Jephtha. Is that a family name? It is a family name and it's biblical. Um I think oh, it's where is slightly it? different. Okay. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I Jeff don't either. He, um, but it is a family name. Um, I'm not really sure if it was like an uncle or great grandfather or something like somebody. that. Yes. Yeah. Somebody. Okay. So y'all are a part of Duck Dynasty, the TV show. And then you guys, you and your husband have a new show that y'all have been doing. Um, and that's the show I was just talking about that I said I watched the first, I guess, was it the first episode when you actually brought your son home? Um, I, one of the first, something like that. It was, it may have been the second, but yeah, we, um, yes. Jeff and Jessica growing the dynasty. I love Mm -hmm. it. And so you guys, um, adopted your fifth child domestically and I have three of my kids came home to us through adoption. So it's near and dear to my heart. Um, did you guys plan on going into this show, kind of building it around this type of adoption theme or was it more like just family centered? Well, it was more family centered. So, you know, for the past like year and a half before our show got picked up, we had we had been talking about maybe do, being part of a spinoff, and um, and we had started the adoption process. Um, we were we were kind of waiting to see. Like Jeff was like, "Oh, we're so busy. Let's wait till Ducks ends." And you know, we get season after season. So I was like, "Okay, like, <laughs> there's no time here. There's no ending." No. Um, and so I just really felt like it was time, and it was really heavy on my heart. And he knew it was a God thing that it you know it was it was making such an impact on my heart. And yeah. so uh, we started the process, and it took about ten months before Gus came into our lives. And um, it was a roller coaster ride, but well worth it. And mm-hmm. um, and so when when it was kind of funny because we really didn't even have a show, um, you know, up until we got him. And um, and basically A and E they were going to do the show, and but once he came, they literally like it was like, like into mad like, rush yes. because but we didn't anticipate him coming. So in fact, we were working with another. Um, um, single mom that was pregnant and, um, and it was a closed adoption too, but, um, it, but she was wanting to change it as an open adoption. Mm-hmm. And we were feel, I was really feeling torn because I was like, I've invested so much in this like baby. Like I, I don't want to like give up and mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to, I don't want to fall through just because we want it to be a closed adoption. But, um, it literally, it was just craziness. We, our adoption agency called on um, Saturday. We were at a soccer game, going to go into course. the soccer game. Yes. Um, she was like, "Hey, a baby's been born yesterday. The mother called and wants a closed adoption. Um, you know, I need to know ASAP <laughs> right it, now." It was insane. So, like, I said, "Well, can I just go see the baby? Can I just? Go, I want to hold him." I, you know, like yeah. as a mother, I'm like, I, "I don't know. I don't know what to do here." You know, we're working with someone else, but uh-huh. this kind of fell on our lap. Is this a God thing, or is should we stick with you know yeah. the person we're working with? And um, and so we, I ended up going up there and seeing him and holding him and feeding him and changing him um, all day on Sunday, and then you know, like 
like I said, on Monday, we found out that we were approved that we could get him. And mm. so it was a whirlwind. And it, and literally, I had no diapers, no wipes, no formula. Of course not, yes. You know, I had nothing. So, like, we were, like, mad rush, like, going and just buying up everything from the stores. But, um, yeah, he was such a blessing. And he is so sweet. Like, I... Uh, we don't know, as of right now, Jeff and Jessica did not get picked up for a second season. Uh-huh. And who knows what lies in the future. But um, I'll be posting videos and everything. I thought about doing some sort of um, little YouTube yeah. channel for him because I know we have such, I mean, I get it all the time, text, tweets, emails, messages that like like seeing him and seeing our story has made such a big impact mm. and he's made such a big impact in our life because he is literally the the happiest child I've ever seen. Oh. Like he smiles all the time. He just kind of radiates like this joy. Yeah. And, um, he's, he's actually eight months now and he's crawling around. We're at the beach right now, actually on the fam- Robertson family beach trip. Oh, I've been seeing her pictures. Yeah. So we've been here and, um, he's had all these little first moments and he's just precious and it's just funny just to see this new little life and you know evolving into this character and he has all these cute little quirks and uh he just wins everybody over and i'm sure there is like no shortage of people willing to hold the baby oh my gosh i I mean he's rotten in a good way like (laughs) by so much love but he's um you know, I mean, he really is. He, he touches everybody's life. And when they see him or they meet him or even just our teens in, in the family and they just, you know, swoon over him. And he, of course, loves it. It's the best. How many cousins are there? Oh, like Lord. 78 or something. Everybody I mean. keeps adding. So because I know, you know, Corey just adopted yes. to Rowdy. So Corey has six. We have five. Al and Lisa has two. Missy and Jace have um, three. So yeah. Okay. What can you do math faster? Sixteen than me? maybe. Sixteen. And then we have um four great or fifteen. No, five great grandkids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a large family. <laughs> we're so, actually just saying how like how we're gonna come next year and we're gonna have to go to two houses because there's just not enough bedrooms in one house. Oh, I can only imagine. Yes. <laughs> well, Brighton and Reed are getting married and Rebecca and John Reed. So yes. they're, they're adults and need their own rooms. So <laughs> they're like, We're not hanging out with the cousins, like we're married yeah. people. We're not gonna be with the baby. Right. Oh, that's so fun. So I I thought I saw on the episode that I was watching that Jep wasn't always like feeling like he wanted to adopt and you were, is that true? It is. How it did is. That, that kind of is our story as, as well. And for my husband and I, ours kind of was, we had already adopted one and then my husband was like, we're done. Um, yeah. And so God had to like change his heart to add more kids. What did that look like for you guys walking through that? Cause I get that question all the time people, cause they've seen our adoption and they're just like, my husband doesn't really want to, but I want to. And so I always have things I tell them, but what do you tell people when they feel that way? Um, you know, I, I feel like it has to be like, you, you have to go into it both really wanting to. Mm-hmm. And for many years, you know, after I had river River seven now, seven and a half and, um, and I couldn't have any more physically, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just felt that urge to, that I wanted to. And then we started doing so much work with other kids and in the mission field and, like every time I'll cry, but I'm gonna try not to, but mm. every time it would just be that I would get so overwhelmed, like we're so blessed. Like, why wouldn't we do this? And mm. so and our kids were begging for us to have another one because we were young. I mean, we got married when I was twenty. 
we, I had our I had our first child at 22, and then it was 22, 24, 26, and 28. So oh, yeah, was, y'all were babies, getting married, yes, having babies. We yes. were. Yeah, so we we were so young as as and uh, when we had our fourth, and I don't know, I always felt like you know I'm so young still, we can have another one. And then once we just started like, you know, at first of course I wish we would have been able to have a fifth one on our own, but then it, you know God closed those doors, and but He opened my heart in the adoption world and. You know, having Will in our family definitely um, yeah. plays a huge role in, you know, loving him because mm-hmm. he came along before we even had kids. So it was like the first time I got to. So you got to kind of like to see that from afar and walk through that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we got to keep him when they would go out of town. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like, you know, he would be ours at little time. So I love him like my own, you yeah. know. So I don't know. I think it, it just plant like there were seeds planted along the way. And then once, um, you know, a couple of years, of course, after you have, you know, a child, then you're like, Oh, you know, maybe another one. Mm-hmm. And, and so that urge started coming and then, you know, my heart started being open to the adoption and I started being open to the need. And, um, and of course, Jeff was just like, we're so busy. We, mm-hmm. we have our house is full and we're, you know, we were building and moving and uh, Duck Dynasty was going on. But then, um, you know, after a time, it was funny because one day he literally just came in out of the blue and said, um, I've been thinking. And I was like, oh, Lord, what's what, happening now? I, and he said, and he goes, um, I, I really feel like it's a God thing that, you know, that adoption so heavy on your heart and I was like blown away so I kind of sat on it for a a little while a few months I gave it a few months because I was like I don't want to pressure like I didn't want to pressure him that this is something we need to do because it's not for everybody and it is life-changing I mean he's our son forever our grandbaby he will have our grandbabies Mm -hmm. forever it's a it's a legacy from there here on out and so um but he you know I said are you sure we want to do this I'm going to call and book an appointment with um, the adoption agency he said, yeah. And so, you know, we, you know, from the moment we met her and we worked with our adoption agency, it put so many questions that, you know, that we had at, at peace. Mm-hmm. And um, I think really having him be a hundred percent behind it has made it so easy for me. And uh, it's just funny because all our kids are older and they wanted this for so long and they would ask all the time, when are we going to have a baby? When are we going to get a baby? And so um, they just, they adore him. Oh. And even River, he's never had like an ounce of jealousy. It's just been a blessing because I prayed about it. I was like, oh, he was my only boy. And, right. You know, and when we went in to, you know, first initial meeting, I said, you know, we don't care about race or gender. I prefer not to have a child that's, you know, having withdrawals from drugs or alcohol syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but, and then, like I said, he came into our lives and um, he's, he's, extremely healthy so far. I mean, we don't, there's no signs of anything wrong, but, Uh um, but I did anticipate on like, oh goodness, what if, what if River gets jealous and I don't want him to feel like he's not, you know, an important part of our life. So, but, um, but he doesn't. And, um, it's been, it's been just such a delight to see their hearts grow in love that much more. It's so fun when you add to your family, however you happen to do that and you get to see your kids embrace um, that child. We've, we've walked through that as well. So thank you for sharing that with us. Okay. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. 
And no two travelers are exactly alike, and it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Wayfair's biggest sale of the year is here. It's Wayday. Right now, you can score up to 80% off at Wayfair. Save on sofas and cookware, dining sets and rugs and beds, wall art, bar cards, floor lamps, sailing fans, home decor, all things outdoor, and way more. All up to 80% off right now. Plus, everything ships free. And flash deals are launching all Wayday long. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year. Shop Wayday right now from May 6th at Wayfair.com. Every home. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions. You have a book out. You and your well, you have two books out. I'm yes, but you have one with your husband, Jeff, and it's called "The Good, the Bad, and the Grace of God." Um, and I read a quote about the book, and I think this came from you and Jeff, and it said, "We're desperate to let people know that no matter what you've done, no matter what you've lived through, you can come out of it. You can be washed clean. You are redeemed." And I read that and I was like, man, what an amazing message to be saying. Um, so can you share with me just a little bit about where um, the thought of writing this book and sharing your story and being very vulnerable with the world? Like how was that for you and what did that look like for you guys writing that book? 
Yeah, well, you know, we uh, were the last, I think, to write a book about our life. And we didn't really know if this was what God wanted or not, but he opened that door. And when we first were looking at doing the book, we were like, how... What are we going to say, you know, mm-hmm. and what are we not going to say? And we just got to the point where we thought, let's lay it all out there because, first of all, you know, it can help other people. And it's, yeah. but it's not comfortable to share your stories, mm-hmm. especially the struggles. And it's easy to share the, all the good that's happened in our lives and all the love and support and, you know, family we have. But it, it's difficult to open up those doors and relive. Oh yeah, the hurts that we've we've uh, been through, and there were many times through it, like we would just have to like we'd be in tears at night, you know, mm-hmm. after talking to our ghostwriter and mm-hmm. um, sharing, you know, intimate moments that were hurtful or painful. But in the long run, we we thought if it could help one person, if it could help one marriage, if it could help, you know one girl out there or one man or whoever, a kid that's going through something that we went through similar, Mm -hmm. then why, you know, we were just basically saying we're tools that you can use as God and use all of our hurts and habits and hangups that we've had in our lives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not perfect people. And that's what we wanted people to know is that you see all the fun and all this greatness on ducks, mm-hmm. but you don't know we're real people. We we struggle with things just like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone through things just like you have. And the struggles that um, I've been through, Jeff hasn't been through, and vice versa. And that's yeah. what I think is so good because it's not like, oh, well, it's, they're the typical story. You know, I mean, there were some major things that happened and, um, you know, bad decisions made um, on both parts, and mm-hmm. we had to. There are consequences too, from even still to this day, from those those um, you know bad choices. And but you can get through it, and mm-hmm. that's the thing is like, don't give up because there's many times where you feel like, as a Christian, that I just can't be perfect. I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I keep blowing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I just told you we were walk, walking on the beach. He, all the brothers go to the beach every day. I mean, go to the um, play golf every day. They mm-hmm. play two rounds of golf every day. So <laughs> Jeff took off yesterday and I was just, we were walking on the beach a couple of miles and I was just sharing my heart about how it's been good to be here and clear my mind and just, mm. just talk to God. Like have that moment where yeah. I'm just like, literally feel like I'm talking and laying everything back at his feet. It's mm-hmm. not, it, I'm not in control. I know that, you know, yeah. we know that. Sometimes we can't, we're like, oh, let me take the reins. I, I, I feel like I can handle this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even those doors that we feel like maybe God closes, we uh, kick them back open and say, no, I don't think God would want yeah. that. He wants me to keep pursuing this. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, that was the whole message is don't give up. And, you know, nobody is perfect, even if they act like it. And mm-hmm. even if they sweep things under the rug, they're not. Yeah. And, um, we're just, uh, we're more open and willing to share those stories because we know we see other people that have been through it and it's impacted them. We've gotten so many messages and emails on how they've gone through similar things and how they want to fight for their marriage. And, um, and that's the thing is don't give up, you know? Yeah. And I think it's really good. I was just talking with someone about this the other day that it's really good when we see people who are willing to say, Hey, here's like some of the the sticky things that we've been through. Here's some of the mud that we'd walk through um, because it then takes down all these walls where they think like, oh, y'all are perfect and you have it all together. And then you can look at them and be like, no, we don't. Yes. But like Jesus is better than all of this, That's you know? Right. And so 
so I really, really am so excited. Um, I have the book and I can't wait to dive into it. Um, but one of the things that I, I know that you talk about in there is just your insecurities. Um, mm-hmm. when you were newly married, well, how did you work through that? Cause there's a lot of, all of my listeners are women. Um, because mm-hmm. really what guy wants to listen to two women talk, nobody, um, yeah. but a lot of women are listening. I'm sure they're struggling with the same thing of just feeling insecure and not good enough. How are some of the ways that God worked through your life, um, in those early years of marriage that you struggled with that? Well, I mean, I, I mean, even to this day, I still struggled at days yeah. with, with, with that insecurity or, you know, am I pretty? I mean, that's just, I feel like in the world, it's yeah. just extremely hard now with social media mm-hmm. and everything that's so available at everybody's fingertips is, you know, and I have three girls, so I sure don't want them to feel like they're inadequate because they don't look or act or a certain way. Yeah. present themselves a certain way. And so, I, I mean, really, it was just a daily struggle of giving it, you know, looking at my life and not looking at me, like looking at God and focusing on him and being busy in good things. Not, you know, when we're too idle, we start like looking at ourselves in a negative out, you know, negative way. And, um, and from the, from the moment that, you know, Jeff and I, we, we, we were, didn't have any money. I mean, Kay had to co-sign on us a little trailer. That's how I love it. I love stories like that. (laughs) I did. I never have never had a wedding ring. I just have a band. I never got, we never to this day. Yeah, still to this day, I don't have a diamond ring. No. And I just, I love the point. Like now I'm just like, the simplicity. I don't yeah. I don't and, um, and so, I mean, now we have five kids. I'm like, we have way too much to pay for for them. <laughs> but, I can't um, wait to get this ring when they're all gone. Yeah. So it's funny because he was like, because we, we just really didn't have any money. And he was like, okay, if you, at our 10 year anniversary, I'm going to get you a big ring. Uh-huh. And then like, of course, 10 years now, I was like, don't waste your money on that. We do not need that. But um, <laughs> Isn't it funny how your things change? Like, and you have all these kids and you really are, you're like, we could really use that for something else. Yeah. Like something for the family or whatever. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, we, um, you know, we were young and in love, but we just knew we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. And then we, you know, I mean, Kay helped me through a lot of struggles through those days, but, and, and it was a God thing that uh, we had one vehicle. We, so it was either go to work with him and sit at work down at Phil and Kay's house or stay at home by myself. So I would go down there most days with him and um, I'd answer phones and take orders for duck calls. Uh-huh. And, um, and she cooked huge lunches every single day. Cause all back then all the work was down at her house and they had a warehouse beside their house. It's still there. And so she would make lunch for everybody, every day, everybody, every day, everybody, every day. Mm-hmm. Oh my gracious. And so I would watch her and that's where I learned to cook a lot of her meals. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we were really close. Like she was probably one of my closest friends. And so was Lisa. Any, like we had a lot of marital issues just because, you know, we had, we were young, we got married really fast yeah. and we had, you know, all these things that we had been through that really were, they were exposed, but like they were still hard to deal with. Yeah. And, um, there were still consequences and different things we were, we were going through and, insecurities. I mean, both, both of y'all, had yeah. things that happened that make us, made us very insecure as mm-hmm. people. And, um, and really I, I think it's just a struggle for everybody. And I don't think it's an age, like, you know, I'm not like us, like I said, I struggle with it still. And mm-hmm. I just have to look at it and go, you know what? Like I have to remind myself, like it is not about this. And like, you know, you know, I have to apologize to God. Like I, re- I'm sorry that I get caught up and feel like I have to look a certain way. And, you know, be a certain way, present myself. And that's why a lot of times on my posts, I'll post pictures of me without makeup. Like, yeah, I, feel, I have 
freckles and I have this. And, and so I, I feel like it knocks me down to size and so like, you, yeah, yeah. We can all slap some makeup on and look this way or we can do that. But, um, you know, even the, the weight issue of having those insecurities as a young girl to feel like I had to be a certain size and, mm. um, you know, girls calling me fat and different things like that. So it was definitely something I struggled with. And, and even to this day, like I said, I still like, um, I exercise, I try to be healthy, but I don't want to be extreme because I don't mm-hmm. want my kids to think you have to be. So, you know, even though I may fight it, I try really to be, to, to, you know, hand it over to God as much as possible mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know, sometimes, like I said, I want to pick back up the reins, but he's in control. And I'm like, you, you design us. We're beautiful people. And like, you know, all of my kids are so different. There's to me, they're, beautiful inside and out. And I do not want them to think they have to look a certain way. And looks are such a part of this society, Mm -hmm. which is, it's so disheartening because not, not only do women feel that way, but men feel like they have to, the women have to look a certain way. And so, yeah. And uh, I think it's hard. I feel like as parents, I don't know if you feel like, I feel like you do just from what you've been saying, but I feel like it's even harder for us as parents than it was for even our parents or their parents to kind of combat this in our kids because it's just coming at them from every direction. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's tough. I mean, like I said, I know, you know, even Lily will say, Oh, I want to do this or, I'll, you know, can I get a spray tan? Cause I'm, I'm like, <laughs> you're 13. You don't get a spray tan. No, like, you're not you know, a spray like, right. It's just funny because I've never like, when I was 13, good grief. I was like running, playing in the dirt. playing <laughs> no. softball, and I was such a tomboy. I didn't think about stuff like that. Right. And so we've, we've had to deal with a lot of that stuff. And, you know, we are blessed in the way that we, we homeschool our kids. We started homeschooling this past October. Yes. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. And so it has helped. It was one of the best decisions we made. Okay, so what led you to homeschooling? Well, so all most of my close friends, I know about seven or eight women who homeschool their kids, mm-hmm. and they're really dear friends of mine. And um, my kids have begged for years to homeschool, begged, but I just was like, I can't, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's too stressful. What if I don't do it justice? My mom's a teacher, and she was like, no, there's no way you can do that. So, <laughs> um, but we were in Austin, um, I guess it was September, and we were talking with another family that they homeschool, mm-hmm. and they were just basically saying, like, you don't have to feel like they're not getting what they are they need to get just because you don't go by the guidelines of what school they would go to or public Mm -hmm. school or whatever. There's so many different ways of teaching now. And she's, they actually, because, but then we were like, Oh, we're so busy with ducks. How can we do this? Mm -hmm. I don't know how long we can spend on this. So um, she was like, a friend of mine just hired a retired teacher to like, they, there you uh, go. And so we, that's what we did. We basically, um, uh, met this retired teacher. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic, a great Christian lady, and um, and actually asked her. And I said, "Look, it can be a trial thing. You don't have to like commit." Because I was like, "Oh, I don't know. She may be overwhelmed." I mean, <laughs> yeah. all grade. these kids, yeah. Um, and it has it was the best thing. She's so great. They do Bible every morning. They do history together, and then they break up into small little groups and do their own stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, Lily's in. She's going to. Um, eighth grade this year, 
this next year and she was already doing ninth grade work. So That's like so it, you, you can actually do so much more. And my, we, we were sending the kids to the private school that all the other cousins were going to. Mm-hmm. And it's, it was actually cheaper for us to do it this way. Then, and I was spending three hours a day in the car driving them to and from school. And that's where I was like, it had gotten so stressful on me because I felt like I have this new baby. I can't, I can't. So much. It was ridiculous. And then you're getting them home. They're worn out. They have two hours of homework every single night. Yes. And I thought Jeff was just like once. And and this is the thing is Jeff was against homeschooling for many years. Uh um, Once he heard their strategy on why and what benefits. He was like, I, he was yeah, sold. I need to do this. Like he was so, and that's the thing is, I think as a wife, you know, having that leadership role of of having your husband make mm-hmm. those decisions, those hard decisions, because I didn't, what I didn't want to do, much like the adoption, is it be something I wanted to do, so right. I make it happen, and then something happens. He, you know, I don't know what with with the homeschooling. Maybe you know, the kids aren't getting as much socialization or mm-hmm. whatever which is not going to happen. We have five kids, but, um, yeah, but with having him be behind a hundred percent, it's a joint effort and nobody can say, Oh, well you wanted to do this. Exactly. Look, at it. Look what yeah. happened. And so now, you know, that's what's so important. And, you know, I wouldn't recommend the, the adoption or homeschool or all those big decisions that, that you need to make in marriage. Like I love having him be that leader in our yeah. family and, and I can be the passionate one and have all these ideas, but um, unless he's behind it, then, you know, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I was just telling someone the other day, they were talking about, they wanted to have lunch with me and talk about adoption and her husband's not really on board right now. And I, and I said the exact same thing, honestly, that you just said is like, here's the deal though. If, if he just kind of does whatever it could be, like you're talking homeschooling or adoption, if the husband just kind of does it just to kind of make the wife stop talking about it and, you know, move on. Well then, and when it gets hard, it's her fault. Yeah. You know, or he's like, yeah. look what happened to our family because you wanted this. And so it's so good. I love what you're saying about everybody being on board. Yeah. And that's a definitely like even the kids, like I, I was like, I don't want them to be like, oh, you just have to get another, you know, adopt another baby. Right. You're, you're replacing us, you know, but they were all hundred percent. And I think that it, like in anything you do in a marriage, like you, you need to both have that joint and, um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely an issue with us where I was scared. But once he was behind it, I was so excited. And it ends up being the best decision. Like yeah. adoption was one of the best things we've we've had happen to us. It was such a, a miracle to see this life and to know that, you know, this mother could have decided to terminate this, this child. And I look at him and I'm like, oh my goodness, what a soul for Christ that he's mm. going to be. And like, what good, what, what's he going to do for Christ? Yeah. Like, what is he going to do? And I'm like the opportunities that, you know, that, you know, we have even just having him like being able to share that love and that encouragement for other people, other girls that are pregnant, that Mm -hmm. are scared. And, you know, I think that, you know, God opens doors where he wants it. And, and definitely the adoption and then this homeschooling has been something that I do think is God sanctioned because, you know, we were going through that teenager years where girls were being mean and, Mm -hmm. and hateful. And, you know, it really took the way, took them away from that situation. And, you know, I've gotten, they they come to me and ask me questions, even about friends or about whatever, makeup, or yeah. little things like that. And I think even our relationship is so much better and they're just not so stressed. They're not so stressed out because I mean, they're in school such long hours a day and then come home and then we're rushed everywhere we go. Yes. And, and I'm just like, I, I, we cook breakfast together a lot. We eat breakfast together and then we, we eat lunch together. And 
you know, it's just like those last minute, like let's go outside and throw a blanket on the floor and, um, and have a picnic. Just do it whenever you want. It, it's, a, it's such a delight to have them around. I love it. So oh, that's so I, I good. In and they'll like, mom, come give me a hug. They'll be doing their schoolwork and I'll come around and give them all hugs. And then I'll go back in my part and our do what you're doing. Yeah. Does, what she does. But, you know, I think when you, I think everybody thinks that you have to do, and I'm sure at some point we may not have our, our teacher, but, and maybe God's preparing me. He'll prepare me for that time. And, and maybe I can take over, but, um, but she's definitely been a blessing because oh, we thought so oh, we, that, nobody thinks about being able to do that. Or even like a young teacher that maybe doesn't want to go directly into school system, but you know, they can have that. That's um, such a great idea. We have friends that live in Haiti and they've done that before where they will bring a teacher down for the year and um, she'll teach their kids, which I think what a great job, like just out of college to be a young single girl, just to go to another country and teach people. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. So great. Hey guys, before we get back to my conversation with Jessica, I just want to tell you about two things. The first thing I want to tell you about is if you do not subscribe to the newsletter, you're not going to know when the live show tickets go out. We just announced in a newsletter a couple of weeks ago about a happy hour on the road, which was going to Bryan, Texas at the end of this month. And so I cannot wait to spend a night with 50 fabulous women in Bryan, Texas. And we're going to do more on the road events. So if you want to find out when things go on sale, you need to get a hold of the newsletter. It's jamieivy.com slash newsletter. Subscribe. You're going to know when everything happens. That leads me to my next thing. If you would love to host a happy hour on the road, we'd love to hear from you. We want to go where people want us to come. So my friend Wynn owns the Haven in Bryan College Station, and so she's hosting us. And so we're going there. Anyone else interested in that? If you are, send us an email. Send it to info at jamieivy.com. I cannot wait to go to Bryan for this happy hour on the road, and I cannot wait to see where we go next with happy hour on the road. So to be on the lookout, jamieivy.com slash newsletter. Also, tickets for the live show will go on sale by the end of this month. So you're going to want to be subscribed. Okay, here's my conversation with Jessica. Okay, I was looking at your blog, Robertson Roots, and this is just like, I don't know why this is like surprising or whatever, but when I'm looking at your stuff, like what you're talking about, like gardening and creating stuff and everything, you just are seem like a woman who just likes to like do things with her hands, keep things simple. You seem mm-hmm. like a very, just like, let's just keep things simple. Mm-hmm. Um, have you always like, do you garden a lot? Because I'm asking selfishly because I, people that listen to the show know I want to garden. Is this something that you've always done? No. So like my grandma, I have two, like one grandmother was all into gardening. They like raised hogs. They uh-huh. do everything. They have like hundreds of chickens and, um, and that's actually a grandmother I spent most of my time with. So I'd go out there with them and, um, and help and work and, um, I, she would have like buckets of peas and we would shell peas, you know, in her living room. And so, um, you know, I love the aspect of providing for yourself, like almost, you know, like a hobby farm. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I think it's good to see like for the kids to see where it comes, like, it's not like running through Mickey D's exactly. or play. and we do, we eat fast food and we like, I mean, you know, we're busy, like we go and yeah. we love to eat out, but like, I love to just, you know have that aspect of vegetables. We eat lots of vegetables and, you know, our garden doesn't produce much, you know, right now, but I'm still learning. And uh, that's the thing. I actually have somebody coming over and they're going to bring some uh, manure over. So that to put in the soil. That's yes. the best. And so um, when I get back, I already made a call, but, um, 
but no, it, it wasn't even that it was something I saw and it was just like the right time. Like Jeff wanted to learn and we've had chickens for a while. We actually have two beehives and this June I get to oh. harvest my first honey and, um, I'm super excited about that. But, um, the sewing on the other aspect, I do love like learning new traits and I like learning, like, I want my kids to know you, it doesn't matter what age you are. You can learn something new. You, yeah. yeah. You can be passionate and get passionate about, um, projects and different things. And, um, and so definitely like sewing was probably the first thing that I started doing just because we were married. I didn't have a ton to do on the, uh, you know, weekends and stuff. So I started taking like a quilting class right after we got married. And um, it was like every Saturday it was me and about seven other 57 year olds. And, yes. and I loved it because my grandmother who um, was the sewer passed away. So like um, they were like my surrogate grandmothers. Just <laughs> so, felt like you were at home with all the grandmas. Yes, and I did. I, I like became friends with another woman and started going to her house and sewing clothes for my daughter once she was born. And she taught me how to sew like smock and sew heirloom. And you uh, like learned it all. I did. I, and I like, you know, I mean, I, I don't do clothes right now just because it's, I, I'd have to do three outfits for girls yes. and, and two for boys. And, yeah. Um, but I feel like it's something I'll do when I have grandkids. I'll I was going to say, yes, I you do think I'll do that. that sends the clothes to the new babies. Oh yeah. I love it. And I love to quilt. I still quilt a good bit. And, um, I, I think that's something that you can keep forever. You know, yes. I, mean, I have my great grandmother's quilt still. Oh. And, um, so yeah, I love it. I think it's fun to learn new traits and figure out how to do, I even bought like, like, women powered farmers books and like I love to read like self-sufficiency books and so I love I, it I do I like I'm, I'm kind of get obsessed about it and if we if we ever do move it'll be to like have land and have a small farm that's so. hilarious I have one of my favorite quilts that I have I did not make it obviously I don't have this talent but I got a bunch of t-shirts and made them in and I had someone make it into a quilt <laughs> and then I've been saving like my husband's like, this is so dumb. Why are you saving all this stuff? And I'm like, you're going to see one day why I'm saving this. Like I save all my kids uniforms yeah, as in like sporting, you know, or like t-shirt yeah. events. And I want to make them each a quilt when they're older awesome. with clothes. And so I saved a bunch of their clothes when they were babies and Aww. they're just in boxes. But I think it'd be fun to have a quilt for each yeah. kid with clothes that they wore. I love it. I, I'm saving all of um, River superhero <gasps> stuff from like infancy so any kind of superhero t-shirt or any emblem, See, even be underwear. Cute quilt. Yes. Are you going to make it into a quilt or what we plan yeah, on doing with it? A quilt. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that, I think that's such a great idea to do and, and it's so special to give to somebody if it was, you know, I know <laughs> I have all my t-shirts cause from high school. Cause when I was in high school, it seemed like you could buy a new t-shirt like every day. Yeah. And when I was in high school, all the girls, even though we were probably like 90 pounds, wore like extra large t-shirts. Do you remember like those days when you just like wore like the large t-shirts? So I have right. all my t-shirts from high school too that I'm going to put into a quilt. Oh, that's awesome. I know. And once yeah. again, my husband's like, why do we need a quilt with all of your high school t-shirts? But I'm like, I don't know. It'll just be cute and fun and something to look back on. So it's going to be special. Love and one day he'll, he'll know. Well, unless he'll... he's just not sentimental. Then he, not he, sentimental. I think he'll just won't care. <laughs> yeah, like, that's... I don't care what you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the bees. You said that while I go, and I'm so intrigued. You're going to yeah. make, you're going to like, just give me a small snippet of how you're going to get honey. Well, I understand do... there's like a process, but I don't get it. It is. It is. And I'm still learning. So like a ball, I got my first hive. Um, it was probably... I think probably August of last year. Uh -huh. And so 
Uh, it's still new to me and I'm still learning and it is intimidating. When I first got them and I got them home, I thought I chose the wrong hobby. Like and this no. is a hive like, of bees. This is a, like hundreds of thousands of bees. Hundreds of thousands. Okay. It, like I have two hives now. When you pick it up, it is crazy. It is probably, it, I was, okay, maybe a hundred thousand is a little extreme, but, but a lot. it's I probably got like 10,000 <laughs> in both you. hives total. I mean, that's how, it's crazy how like how many fit in those boxes, but they come back and like, I've taken beekeeping classes and, um, and so Jessica, I have, I have, love this. I would have never known all this about you that you're just like a woman of the land is what I want to call you. Like, you're like, I'm taking beehive classes. I'm quilting. I'm gardening. I'm creating my own baby food. I love it. Well, it's, you know, it's something like the reason why I got it, I don't eat a ton of honey, but I know how beneficial it is. I uh-huh. know how beneficial bees are to, you know, everything. Yeah. And, um, and then my kids love honey and Jeff loves honey. And we were like going and buying honey at the store. And then we have local bee farmers, yes. beekeepers in our, um, in West Monroe. But I thought, oh, well, let me look at it. I just started reading about it and I kind of studied it for like six months, like reading different books and magazines about it. And then, um, and then I was like, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and so that's kind of how I did. I just jump into it. And then, I love it. And then I backtrack. I'm like, whoa, what have I got myself into? But we have a local beekeeper um, that has come over and basically kind of walked me through the steps, which is very beneficial. And yeah. uh, and we have like a beekeeping committee. And I haven't gone to the the committee, but I think it would be really fun to go to because then you can hear all the stories. And, For sure. Because you have to really watch them because if they get – like if you get beetles in it or you get like, I mean, they can get sick and like produce oh. bad honey. Like, so you have to like no make joke. sure they're yeah. healthy. You have to make sure they're healthy. And, um, and so far so good. I have two hives now. And, um, and when will and you get your first honey? It's supposed to be this June. Like, okay. like so I'm Couple excited. Weeks, yeah. and I'll do like a big post about it that because I'll be so proud you and it may proud. just be one tablespoon of honey, <laughs> but, but, it's, we'll see. but it's your honey that you <laughs> did. And so everyone gets a teaspoon of honey that yes. day on their, on their toast. One drop. One drop of honey. Oh, that's so good. How, okay. In theory, how much is, would it, is it supposed to give you? Do you well, know? so one hive supposed to supply enough for probably all of our family. Okay. So it should like have several jars, but we uh-huh. will see because I don't know, like when I did the extraction, like I got the whole extraction kit and everything, uh-huh. like this big tub, metal tub that, um, and so I really don't know how that works. And so I'm going to get him over there and learn, learn the ways because he, at one time, this guy was like beekeeping five, he had like five, hi- 500 hives. Oh something. my gosh. Yeah. 500 hives. Can you imagine? No. So, um, anyway, he knows what he's doing. He so does. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a safe bet to have him come over while you go in to get the hives. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I love- Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style and you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. 
Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Okay, so every time at the end of my show, I always ask people, what are three things you're loving and what are you reading? So I would love to hear from you. Three things that you're loving, like things that you just want to call your girlfriends about and say, you need to know about this. Oh, goodness. Um... You know, I'm always calling. I mean, we always I have one friend that she's my closest friend. She's actually just moving back to Austin this this summer. Oh, but, do you know um, I'm in Austin? You uh, yeah. So best my city best in the friend world. is from Austin. She lives um out on Hamilton Pool Road. Yep, love yep. it, love so, it. That's anyway. How I so she um we I've I spent hours at the beach just talking to her about you know the, the things that like like those heart matters like what what God's doing to my heart and like you know, getting closer to him and not because being in this industry and being just in normal life, I mean, Mm -hmm. being a busy mom and a wife and being um, passionate about, you know, starting different projects. Like sometimes we get so busy that we lose sight of him. And like, so that's been so heavy on my heart is just that getting closer to God and getting me out of the way. Like, what, what do you want for my life? Not what I want for my life. And, um, and so, Definitely that. Um, I, we, of course, talk about kids and, and the homeschooling. And, um, of course, Gus is always a topic. But um, For sure. But and, and, of course, hubbies. Like, we always talk about our, our husbands and little, the, you know, we get to laugh and, and, you know, encourage each other. And I think that's so needed for women. You have to have that. You have to have somebody in your life that encourages you, mm-hmm. not discourages you. Yeah. And especially in marriage and that's something I've been so blessed with is that I have like a best friend that will like, she'll always put things in a perspective where, well, what if, what if this wasn't intended like this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, instead of being like, like you, you don't need to seek counsel from people that are like, Oh, he's, you know, he or she is terrible or you deserve better. You deserve, right. we, we find this law that we deserve all this stuff, you know, where God didn't say, I'm going to make your, your path easy, you know, uh-huh. he's saying, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. And, you know, you know, through those times where we struggled the most and, and we're, we're human. So we're going to, you know, I mean, I told Jeff the other day, I was like, you know, we don't fight a lot, hardly ever. Or we, I mean, we barely even disagree about stuff, but we, we will. And we yeah. do every so often have those moments of like, you know, he gets busy. I get busy. I feel like we need more of this time or he feels like he needs some time or something like that. So, um, we kind of just get busy doing the things we want to do. And sometimes we don't make time for each other. And that's so important in the marriage too. And so we talk about that. I feel like marriage is definitely a passion of mine. Kids are definitely a passion of mine and just, you know, definitely staying God centered in your, in your life, in your family and your friendships, everything you do. Like it's just so heavy on my heart right now. That's awesome. So good. Okay. What are you reading these days? Are you a big reader? Well, I, I like to read, but sometimes my concentration with kids running in and out, it's hard. Um, actually, um, I just got the book, um, for the love of by Jen Hatmaker, which is 
of ours and um, Kay had it at the beach and I was like, okay, I'm swiping that. <laughs> I'm going to swipe that when she's done. And so um, that's my new, I, I like a lot of, um, I read like Pride and Prejudice and I read like all the different variations of Pride and Prejudice. So I'm kind of like a little hopeless romantic, uh-huh. about, you know, but actually I'm really excited about the, the, my new book because um, Kay's such a fast reader. She's like, she reads like a book in a day. She's got, she I, goes down quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, I'm like, squirrel, like, you know, <laughs> I track. Or basically. like you start to think about like what you have to do with your life. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, like I like start to make to-do lists. Oh, like that's I'm, my problem. Yeah. I have notebooks and notebooks of things that I want to do or thoughts, just thoughts. Just even write about them down. Like I just, I have like pages of just ideas of the little things and uh, some I'll implement and some they'll yeah. just be dreams. But, uh, um, but yes, I'm excited to read Jen's book and, um, and she's, she's such an amazing writer. She's so encouraging as a woman and she's great. And her adoption stories are so amazing and powerful. Mm-hmm. And so. Yes. She is, um, a good friend and of ours. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. Awesome. We're in a supper club together. Oh, good. Yes. I love the hat makers. Um, I was reading Jen's book on an airplane, uh, this past fall and Jessica, just be ready because I, well, hopefully you won't have to like hold it in. I had to hold it in because I was on an airplane. I was laughing so hard. I was crying. Like oh, literally goodness. when she does the, um, what's the Jimmy Fallon thing? Um, thank you notes. Like Jimmy uh-huh. Fallon does it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she does those in the book and literally I was crying so hard. I was laughing. I mean, I was, uh-huh. yeah, crying so hard cause I was laughing so much. It was she's hilarious. a hate. Like she's we hilarious. Her on Instagram and everything and just like, she's funny. She's, she has this great, like, I don't know. She's there's she attracts so many women mm-hmm. that like there's something in her heart, something in her soul that you just want to know her and be friends with her. Yeah. You know? She's <laughs> so, great. She's great. Yeah. Uh, so you'll like that book. It's a good, good because last summer I read Taya Kyle's book and I was crying so hard I had to go inside and I got in my bed and I got a towel and that way because I was like Kleenex is not doing it anymore. I just oh, got a no. large towel and I like bawled and I was bawling so hard I couldn't see through my tears. Okay, tell me and the so, book. It was Taya Kyle. It was, um, you know, Chris Kyle story. Oh, yes. Survivor? Yes. Okay. So I was, yeah, that was my last summer read. Uh, So this summer I don't want to cry. I cry enough because I'm an emotional person. uh I'm very, like, hypersensitive, like, almost to the point of, like, what is wrong? (laughs) You know? My kid's like, Mom. It was a commercial, yeah. You know, <laughs> Let like, it go, right? Yes. Or, or I could be in a cartoon maybe with my kids. I look over. I'm like, this right. was a sad car, y'all. Should- oh my <laughs> yes. gosh! I remember I read a book a couple summers ago. It's called The Time Traveler's Wife. Oh, and have you read it? No, no. But I would love to. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm. My husband used to travel a lot in a band, and so I was with the guys on the road in a van at like two in the morning and we're traveling to wherever we're going and I couldn't stop reading. I mean, obviously, cause it was like two in the morning. I just couldn't stop. Yeah. I started crying so hard, Jessica, that like Aaron was like, do we need to pull over like this? Something's wrong with you. And I was trying to hold it in so I wouldn't wake people up. And so like, I wouldn't draw attention to myself, yeah. but I cry. I don't think I've ever cried as much as I did in that book right there. I'm going to have to read it. it but was, I, I, that's the thing. is like, I, I have to prepare my heart because I take stuff like, and it, it lasts for so long. Like even yes. when I say, I have to be really careful because it affects me so much that I can't really take it. Like you carry that emotion with you. Like I can't, and I can't get over it almost. Like it's so like, that's why even like working with kids and working like, it's made such a big impact seeing yes. the need and the hurt and 
like it, it, it hurts me so bad. I can't hardly, it's like scars me, you know, forever. Okay. But, um, hey, so like, let's backtrack because, uh-huh. um, it was American Sniper is Chris Kyle's book, not okay. on Survivor. On Survivor is Marcus Luttrell, correct? Okay. There you go. Yeah. Which there is amazing too. We love them. But, um, actually the book I read was American Wife and that's the one she wrote. So okay. Taya Kyle's book, American Wife, um, and that will, um, you get absorbed into her story and see how powerful, you know, their, their testimony was and her heart and the struggles that they went through and and as a wife, as a mother, everything. Mm -hmm. And then to, to lose, to lose your, your Your best mate. And, um, and so that's the one I was like, American wife, I was like, literally bawling so much. I I couldn't swallow. Like uh, it was awful, (laughs) but it was so good too, because it just, you know, I think that we need to hear those. We we need to hear those stories. We need to read and we need to know these women and, and, and men, Mm -hmm. um, and all the, those powerful stories because it, it helps us. And we, we, you know, like sometimes like, I think like, I'll like, Oh, we, I'm, I'm, struggling with this or, Oh, I, I have this and I'm sad because this didn't happen for us or this didn't come through. And then I see something or I see, you know, God allows me to see somebody that, and I'm like, that maybe is, you know, extremely bad off or, mm-hmm. and, you know, in some form or fashion or some hurt, or they may come and share their testimony. And it's, I'm like, what? I feel like I have to repent because I'm like, I am so right. selfish. Why do I look at our life? And, I, you know, like we, we just kind of get absorbed and go, oh, well, if this doesn't happen, then mm-hmm. poor pity party on me. And yep. I'm like, God, you have blessed me beyond. It's perspective, right? right? Imagine, even if we lost everything, yeah. we have our health, five healthy kids. Mm-hmm. What do I have to complain about? You know, we see all these struggles, even, you know, little Mia going through all her struggles and. I'm like, God, you know, she's such a strong, little, powerful girl. Yeah. And I, um, you know, sometimes you just have to take a step back and look at the world around you and look at how many people hurt and how many kids have disabilities and how many friends are hurting because and have life changes because of different things in their life, whether it's husband or wife or kids or grandparents or, you know, abuse in some way. And you have to realize like, you know, those stories, there's, they help so many people. And that, like I said, that's why we even wrote our book is because nobody knew Mm -hmm. about Jeff's past. And I'm pretty open with people that I know personally, they know my story, but to actually lay it out there because, you know, it's, it's like, it is embarrassing. Like you feel like a failure or you feel Mm -hmm. like you're not worth loving. And that's really what I struggle with the most when Jeff and I were first married is like, I didn't want to allow God to forgive me. Mm. Like I couldn't allow, like, I was like, I can't accept that he forgave me. And Cause loved. you thought it was like too much. I thought it was too much. And I thought like you are damaged. Good. Like mm. you will yeah. never be happy again. And, um, or not even be happy. You will never find love again. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and I felt like I didn't deserve love and mm-hmm. I felt like, so it was a struggle to actually like let it go, like yeah. lay it down at his feet because sometimes we want to pick it back up. Right. And like, like he did that, like he sacrificed himself on the cross for that, mm-hmm. you know, and like why every time we pick it back up, like he's like, so what I did for you, it means nothing. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I know. And it's so hard um, to sometimes we start to believe those lies and, and you're right. If we just remember this was actually already paid for. Yes. This is done. Yeah. Yeah. Easier said than done. But I'm so glad that you guys have told your story and are walking that life. And so I can't wait to to read it and dive into it. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. 
Yeah, and for taking time away from the beach. Ah, uh, well, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I, I'm like I said, I'm enjoying the little R and R before we get back. Yeah, we get back and we have soccer camp. We're actually hosting. We host um, one of the soccer coaches when they come in. They're like young, young little. Uh huh you know, British guys that come in, they're so funny and how quirky. And of course the kids love like listening to them talk. Oh, I'm sure. So they do soccer camp all next week and then they'll stay with us and we cook for them and provide for them. And it's oh, fun. That's, it's just fun the best. that's just the best. Oh, I wanted to tell you this. We're talking about things that make us cry. Okay. Last summer I watched this movie and Jessica it reminds me of what you said about the towel of your face. I went to bed like I cried myself to sleep. My husband had to remind me several times that this was just a movie and it's not true. Like this, it's not even a true story. Jamie is what he kept telling me. It's called about time. I don't know if I'm write it off. down. You and Jeff need to watch it. Okay. Wait, just a minute. I'm typing it in my notes. <laughs> it's called about time. And it, it's like Rachel McAdams is in it, but the yeah. other guy, I've never even heard of him. Um, and it is rated R. I can't remember what for. Um, but anyhow, it's this guy. He learns that he can travel back in time and change what's happened in his own life. And it's just like literally, it's this like unknown movie. Hardly anyone knows about it. And okay. it, it it just yeah. like literally I cried and cried and cried and cried. Okay. I wish I, I could uh, tell everybody. Oh, it says it's rated R for language and some sexual content. So okay. everyone can use their own discretion with that. Yes. Yes. And that would be good. But yes. yeah, I'm, I will definitely, I just Googled it and snapshot and so I can, oh. I can save it. We can so if, it. if anyone's looking for a good cry, you just turn this movie on <laughs> and you'll just cry yourself to sleep, which I don't know why women sometimes are looking for a good cry, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, Jeff would be like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> no, that's not you your cry enough. enough. Right. Like, <laughs> you want to cry? Yes. Guys don't get it. Guys don't get it. Sometimes we got to <laughs> let it out. We got to let it out. Um, okay, Jessica, it's been a joy. Nice Thank to meet you. you. Nice to meet so you. fun. And have enjoy your last couple of days of the beach. And um, have a great rest of your summer. Thanks for joining me on the Happy Hour. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Guys, wasn't that super fun with Jessica? I'm so thankful that she took an hour out of her time when she was at the beach with her family to chat with me. I had no idea that she was a woman that loved just so many simple things like gardening and making your own honey and quilting. I love that. And I'm looking forward to diving into her book this summer about all that God did in their lives. And hopefully you enjoyed all of the books and movies that we recommended at the end that are just going to make you cry. And if you're a girl, you know what we mean. Like sometimes you just need a good cry. I know our husbands don't get that, but whatever. Remember, everything we chatted about is going to be up on my website, jamieivy.com. And I would love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and share with me something you love. Today's show was edited by Knox McCoy and the music is from Jason Poe. Okay, guys, I know that we listened to Jessica just now, and I loved our conversation, but I want to just spend like five minutes. Give me five more minutes of your time. That's it. And I have my friend Amanda here. Hi, Amanda. Hi. If you've been listening to the Happy Hour since the beginning, which there are a lot of you out there that have, and I just want to just kiss you on the cheek and say thank <laughs> you for sticking out with us. But my friend Amanda was guest number three. Number three. So welcome back. And thank Amanda, you. do you remember a long time ago we used to do a Bachelorette recap? Yes, I was just thinking that this the last time we did this was when we were reviewing yeah. Andy's season. Yes, and then you would post it on your blog. Yes. That was so fun. So fun. Are you even yeah. watching this season? Oh, I just caught up. So it's like maybe three or four episodes in, and I, I just caught up, and it's crazy. Are you watching it? No, I'm not. I like, oh, can't find the time man. to do it. It is a good, it's going to be a doozy this year. And then every time I think about doing it, I'm like, well, the first episode's three hours. I don't have, to, I don't have three no, hours no, to devote. Much. It's too much. Okay. Well, I might just call you later and you mm -hmm. give me a recap and I'll jump in. Okay. So Amanda, uh, you and I have been friends, I don't know, five years. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. 
we met at church. It's not a fun place to meet a new friend. Um, so we've been great friends for a long time and we've done life together and ministry together. And Amanda does a lot behind the scenes for the happy hour that you guys don't even know about. So Amanda, for everyone to hear, thank you for that. Um, but Amanda and I have been thinking about that. We wanted to do something with our kids this summer. And if you're like me, the summer comes and I'm like, Oh dear Lord, we need chore charts. We need reading charts. We need outside time charts. We need TV charts. We need all kinds of things. And, um, Amanda kind of talked me off the ledge because I was telling her I wanted a chart for everything. <laughs> um, and then we came to the – we wanted to do something together. And so um, Amanda does great design stuff. She does a lot of the artwork for Happy Hour. So she's just amazingly gifted at that. And so together we were like, hey, let's do Bible verses. Let's memorize scripture with our kids this summer. And so, Amanda, tell us what you made for us. Yeah. So we have two sets of scripture memory cards. And so one is for younger kids. Um, probably we think maybe seven and younger, and then one is for older kids. So seven and above, maybe to early high school or so. Um, and so there's, there are eight cards, which with each set, um, and they're numbered like weeks one through eight, which would get us almost all the way through the summer. Is Um, summer really that long with our kids home? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Carry on. Sorry. (laughs) I had a moment. (laughs) Yeah. So we, um, we're going to have these on the site for you to buy. They're going to be super cheap. Um, but we're inviting you guys to be a part of this with us where we're all going to memorize the same scriptures, um, the same weeks because we just think it would be awesome to have people all over the country memorizing the same scriptures. And so um, we think that they're age appropriate, um, but of course, like, you know, your kids. And so you can take pieces of them or, um, you know, go to the younger set for, you know, older kids, if that works better or whatever. So, yeah. and I'll yeah. say this too, I, Amanda probably knows this about me. Scripture memory is one of my like hardest, uh, spiritual disciplines. And so, um, this is, I'm in on this game too. I mean, this isn't yeah. just for kids, which I think that's what's so beautiful about it is that we get to do it with our kids. And so then we're teaching them about putting God's word in our heart at the same time that we are. Um, and Amanda, you already started this with your boys, didn't you? Yes. So I have three boys. Um, my youngest is too little. He's, he's 18 months, but, um, I have a four and six year old. Um, and we've started this. So we kind of, in our house, we call them fighter verses. Um, I love that so much. Yeah. It's been, it's been great for us. I think for boys, especially like, you know, they're really into good guys and bad guys. And so we talk about like the worst bad guy of all is Satan. And so how, the only way that we can fight him is by knowing God's word. And so that's why we feel like it's important as a family to know what God's word is and to hide it in our hearts. And so um, we've started this with our kids. And so we've done week one, which is Psalm 56, three. Um, and it says that when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And so my boys know it, they can rattle it off pretty quickly. Um, but what we've seen just over the past like week, suddenly my four-year-old has kind of struggled with bedtime and he's, um, just been afraid of, of the dark and, um, things like that. And so we've used that scripture at bedtime, which has been awesome. And so he'll say it. And now we've taught him to, to learn how to pray that scripture, Mm -hmm. to turn it into a prayer. And so he'll say, God, I feel afraid right now. And so I'm asking for, for help to put my trust in you. I want to put my trust in you. Um, and so it's been awesome to see, like, he knows the scripture. Of course, he he couldn't find it in the Bible or anything right. like that, but it's in his heart and he knows how to use it now. Mm. 
So it's been amazing for us to see just in this little kid, you know, this little pint-sized kiddo that, um, that knows God's word. That's amazing. And, you know, it just makes me think that years and years and years and years and years ago, you know, the very early, you know, people, God's people, they didn't have like the scripture per se, everybody in there, they didn't have 18 Bibles each, you know, like how many Bibles do you have in your house, Amanda? We have like 78, you know? Um, and so they had to literally put God's word in their heart. And so, um, this just made me think too, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have, um, Catherine Wolf on and I just finished her book, Hope Heals. And so get it before she comes on, you'll love our conversation even more, but she suffered like a major stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe six years ago. And she said just months before she had really felt convicted about putting God's word in her heart, just in case, just in case. And then she had this massive stroke and she couldn't read or talk or whatever. And yeah. it just made me think about that, that God is so such a good God to give us his word that we can actually put in our heart to call upon in times of need, just like your little four-year-old is doing. Yes. Yes. I loved um, just a couple weeks ago, you had Shelly Giglio on. Mm-hmm. And I loved what she said about scripture memory, that when when she's faithful about memorizing God's scripture, when her brain comes to a resting place, it's landing on the scripture. Mm. And I loved that so much. And I, I just want to be a woman that, that rests on the scripture like that. And I can't do it unless I know what the scripture is. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 good. so, so Amanda, thank you for all the work you put into this. We're going to have yeah. these cards up. You can get them jamieivy.com slash store. And just while we're on the jamieivy.com thing, we're having a couple technical difficulties with our website. So I know some of you are tweeting me saying you can't get to it. It's going to be fixed soon. But if you go to the store page, they're going to be up there. You can download it. So basically you download it and then you can print it. Mm-hmm. And we're just asking you in like good faith trust that you don't print 70 and give them to all your girlfriends, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? That's like one time, you know, Aaron's in a band, obviously, and used to travel. And I used to work work the merch table. You know, it's like the best job that a band wife can do. So I'm working the merch table, Amanda, and this kid comes up and it's like all his buddies. And right in front of me, they're like, hey, I'll buy one CD and I'll copy it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to be like, dude, that's our livelihood. Don't be selling our, don't be giving away yeah, our work. So, yeah, don't uh, do that. Yeah, so you can buy it and <laughs> download it. Um, but if you want to download one for each of your kids, that's even better, you know? Yeah. And for and then you can cut them out, laminate them if you're like really crafty. I know some of you will laminate because you have a laminator in your house. Yeah. Um, and then you just put them up around your house and really be, begin to hide God's word in your heart. So we want to join you with that. Follow us on Instagram. That's where Amanda and I are going to be talking about it. I'm at Jamie Ivy and Amanda is at AKF Texas. And so we'll be talking about it on Instagram and we'd love, love, love to see um, your kids memorizing scripture and just see everybody putting God's word in their heart this summer. Oh, you know what? Is one of your kids around? Yeah. Hey, Abel. Can you say hi? It's Miss Jamie. Can you say hi? Hi. Hey, Abel, how old are you? Four and a half. Four and a half. Oh, my gracious. Hey, I heard that you have memorized a fighter verse yes can i hear it will you tell it to me um when i am afraid i put my chest in you psalm 56 free that is amazing abel good job i'm so glad you memorized that thank you amanda <laughs> you're so um, sweet does it get any sweeter than that <laughs> First of all, the voice. I want you to put that in your brain. I want you to remember it forever because your boys will start to talk like this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, so sweet. I love hearing Abel say that, and I cannot wait to hear hundreds of kids around the country and world be putting these verses into their heart. So, guys, join us along with that. 
Find us on Instagram. We'll put your hashtag up there for you can tag us your kids. We'd love to see them memorizing God's word as well. Again, you can find those at jamieivy.com slash store, and they'll be there. If you have any problems, just send us an email, info at jamieivy.com. You can find us, and we'll help you out. Guys, thanks so much. I will see you guys next week with Alex Kirkendall. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.